up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of the Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Welcome everyone. My name's Derek and I'm one of the members of the Plus Platoon. We are a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed so you will never miss a moment. I would like to bring in Kate. Kate, how are you doing this evening? I'm so good, my sweet brother. How are you? Doing very, very well. Enjoying enjoying what has been fall so far here. So it's been kind of... Yeah? uh, Now, it's been like in the upper 60s, low 70s. Now, Saturday, it's 92. But so it's fall in Kansas. Yeah, it's been in the high 90s here all week. So, yeah. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Also going to bring in Peter. Pete, how are you doing this evening? Hey, everybody. Uh, We're just a a trio of platooners tonight. Yeah. Uh, Sam and Rebecca have a couple other things going on. So it's I don't want to say just the three of us tonight. It's the three of us tonight. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So please like, subscribe, share. We are on YouTube, Facebook. Share us so we can get out, you know, more people can come see us. Please. Yeah, please. <laughs> like us, please. Yeah. Like us. As we do every week, we are going to start off with some Disney Plus news. Kate, what we got this week? Everybody, it's time for Disney Plus news. I think I'm going to have a different like theme song every week. Anyway, everybody, it is your favorite time. Disney Plus news. The Book of Boba Fett will premiere on December 29th, the same day as the Hawkeye finale. There you go. Uh, National Geographic documentary Fauci will debut tomorrow on Disney+. Plus. You all know that I love a good documentary. And last but certainly not least, season 32 of The Simpsons is now available. Season 32. I would argue that is, that is least, but... I'm not a huge Simpsons fan, so I'm not either. Season thirty-two. I was a huge fan of that show for about sixteen years, so it's been on a lot longer than I've been watching it. But um, perfect. uh, Yeah, it's hard to believe that like thirty-two years. It's amazing. Okay, now it's been on longer than at least some members of our platoon have been on this earth. That's which is scary. So, oh, I know you're not talking about me. No. Oh, there is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant tonight. I was like, hang on. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're, you're mad because we're calling we you young? <laughs> no, we're, you're, I was going to say, you're mad because we're calling oh, you young. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you do, yeah, let's go. <laughs> now, as Kate mentioned, she loves a good documentary. This week, we got found a diamond in the rough called The Boys, which was the Sherman Brothers story. We're going to see if it's a good documentary. Now, 
the first question we have was, is it a world of laughter or a world of tears? And I'm actually going to go ahead and lead this one off. To me, definitely a world of laughter. I really enjoyed this show. It had everything for me that I was lacking in Howard. I enjoyed the music much more present. I had not realized that the song You're 16, done by uh, Johnny Burnett and also Ringo Starr, you know, You're 16, You're Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that song. It's a Sherman Brothers song. I did not realize that. That that was one thing that was one of those, as Disney-fied as I am, I'm going, wow, I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, most of it wasn't new information for me, but it was all, it was really fun to watch. You can really tell the personality differences between the brothers. And sometimes, you know, definitely see the conflict in some, especially some of the older stuff that it showed them interacting with. You can definitely tell that Bob looked like the annoyed older brother at Richard sometimes. Um, it's just one of those, really, you're going there. <laughs> um, so I really, really enjoyed this. Kate, how about you? I definitely a world of laughter. I loved it. Derek, you nailed it when you said it was everything that you didn't get in Howard. Um, and and I, I, again, I love a good documentary. Um, I love that they showed the people who were talking, which is something that we lacked in Howard. Um, we showed the face. Um, I, there was, I learned so much. Uh, that I didn't know because you, especially if you've seen the movie um, Saving Mr. Banks, that was one of the first times that uh, unfortunately I was introduced to the Sherman brothers, um, which is really sad being a musician. I should have known that they did more than they did. Um, I was very, very surprised at how much they didn't get along. And to the point that their families didn't even communicate. Um, which is very strange to me because my family is very close. For over 20 years. Um, so Yeah, it, it's wild. Yeah. So that that was wild to me. Uh, I didn't realize the, the vast library of repertoire that they produced. Everything from Haley Mills, Let's Get Together, yeah, 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 to, to the 16 song, um, which I grew up on and love that song. Um, Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Uh, I just, I had no idea just how vast their um, their library is. So good. And just the way that their career started, um, how they kind of just not fell into playing for Walt Disney, um, I loved, and I, I think I already knew this, but I loved hearing them tell the story of Feed the Birds and how that became Walt's and how Walt would say, play, play the song. Um, Derek, do you know what year this documentary was made in? Uh, I meant to look it up. I can look, I can look, I can look rather quickly. Okay. Um, because Dick Van Dyke was on the younger side. Debbie Reynolds was still alive. Um Everyone seemed on the younger side. The other thing that I found 2009, 2009. Okay, that sounds right. The other thing that I found fascinating was how they talked about uh, World War II 
and Bob's good Lord. I am so sorry, y'all. And Bob's, um, Bob's, uh, service and what he saw. And he was one of the first, um, uh, soldiers to enter Dachau after and, and how, and how like he just that, would not talk about anything he saw. He wouldn't talk about it. And um, that he came back a different person. You you hear those stories, but yeah, um, I, I, I could go on and on about how much I enjoyed this. I watched this on the, my, I was in Missouri this weekend and I flew home um, and it had me laughing out loud on the plane. Um, it had me very emotional. Uh, yeah, I will get to more P. I don't want to... <laughs> up any more time pete what do you think um well i think it's three for three on this one i would say a world of laughter i've actually seen this before and when uh derek said we were going to do it i was like yeah because i knew i knew i liked it um i it must have been a little while since i've seen it because i didn't remember everything from it in fact like some of the songs even it was like wait they wrote wonderful thing about tiggers <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't remember that i was like what <laughs> <laughs> and um so but it was um yeah i agree because because like howard ashman i find uh you know both of these people we, we talked about howard a few weeks ago and and the sherman brother is very influential within the disney company but i think this movie gets much more into the mo- emotion behind the uh, the the two people and perhaps that's because it was their sons that did this movie uh their two sons uh, one son of each of the brothers who hadn't seen each other in in 20 years when they met and started talking about you know why why is our family not close and they started um it's it, and if you watch this um there's several interviews with the two with both of the sherman brothers you never see them sitting down together for an interview in the, in the in those not older times the right stuff. they're, they're yeah, interviewing the later stuff Right. In the later stuff, it's, it's completely separate. Um, so it's, um, really, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a very, it gets to the heart of the, them, which I think the Howard documentary didn't manage to do. It was, it was more, you know, analytical. I mean, yeah, it was sad because, you know, obviously he, he had, he had passed away early and there, there was a sadness to it, but you didn't really feel like you knew him. And in here, they spent enough time with these two people to kind of get to know them a little more, um, you know, and um, I, I can't tell you the year um, the older brother, uh, Bob, has passed away since uh, Richard Sherman is still alive. Um, but Bob died yeah. in uh, 2012, 2012. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. That makes sense. So, um, but yeah, you really, I, I, and I do want to, that was one thing that struck me this time more than the first time seeing it or from my memory of it was how world war two made Bob a different person from Richard, that Richard kept that lightheartedness and he, and Bob, it always seems like was more serious and, you know, he didn't really, was more even keeled and everything like that. And I always wondered though, watching this, I wonder if Walt Disney saw a little of him and his brother, which weren't as close together in age, but there was a similar dynamic between uh, Walt and Roy where Walt, Walt was the dreamer and Roy was the the money guy. I wonder if he saw that in the Sherman brothers, but 
yeah, I thought, I thought this was, uh, you know, I highly recommend this to anyone that's a fan of Disney, a fan of musicals. Um, cause again, it's not, not everything they did is Disney. One thing that didn't get mentioned in there for, uh, Disney plus fans, um, in Iron Man two, if you've seen Iron Man two, there's a kind of like a world's fair that iron, the Stark Stark industries world's fair or whatever. Uh, the Sherman brothers wrote the song for the, uh, the world's fair that, uh, the Stark industries world's fair that's in that movie. So. Um, I'm, they must've talked to each other enough to do that, <laughs> but it has a very, uh, it has a very much that feel of what they did for, you know, the rides like small world and carousel of progress and everything. And they did say that it's in any of the later stuff. It's one of those, we can work together. We just can't be friends. So, and that's so, that's so hard for me to fathom. And what triggered it is one of those things where, uh, and I mean, we are spoiler filled. It, Bob was going to leave his wife and Richard helped him moved out. And apparently some stuff was said. And then Bob got back with his wife. And that's one of those things. I don't remember that part. Yeah, that's what, that's how, the arguments and between the families started was oh. over was oh you know what yes yeah, i do was something was yes, said as richard was helping him move out that offended everyone for years apparently uh, ryan uh, says absolutely loves the sherman brothers had no idea this documentary existed glad i checked it out ryan that's why we're here okay so it's a diamond in the rough <laughs> It is a diamond in the rough. And this is one I would truly call a diamond in the rough, not, yeah. you know, that lump of fool's gold that some of them are. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Well, next, going to go. And guys, I really want to hear the audience's comments Please, on this. Yes. Yes. Favorite Sherman Brothers song. And Pete, we're going to start with you. What's your favorite Sherman Brothers song? Oh, I even I even wore the shirt, Tropical Hideaway, right here. It says, where the birds sing words and the flowers croon. Uh, I, as a kid, was obsessed with the Tiki Birds. And I love the Tiki Room song. I can sing it. And I won't do that, but I can sing it note for note. <laughs> um, but uh I, I have to, I had to pick that one because I felt like I couldn't pick Mary Poppins because number one, those songs are so iconic and literally I could not pick my favorite Mary Poppins song because there's probably five of them that are so high up there on favorite songs. I don't, I don't know that I could, could pick one. Uh, but um, if I, if I go past Mary Poppins, Tiki birds, I love that they, you know, that uh, when you go to Disney, you, listen to a bunch of Sherman brothers when you're there because um, you know, that's, and um, there's some uh, rides that aren't around anymore that they wrote songs for as well. But um, you know, as I said, Carousel of Progress, it's a small world, uh, the Tiki room. I'm probably missing some other ones that they did. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, obviously. Yeah. Right. So um, you know, you get, you end up listening to a lot of Sherman brothers when you go to the parks, especially magic kingdom. Uh, what about you, Derek? What's your favorite? I thought I was going to be an outlier on this one. Mine's also Tiki Room. Oh. Seriously, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it for 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 me, it was between that and Spoonful of Sugar from Mary Poppins. But just the song that if it's on repeat, I can just keep listening to and have before 
is um, the Tiki 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 Room from from the attraction. I love that it's an attraction that Walt himself designed and set up. Um, so now I think one of the most underrated ones is from the show behind me. They wrote the theme to Zorro. <gasps> love Zorro. Uh-huh. Which it's a sh- okay Disney Plus. If you are listening to us at all, put the whole se- series on Disney Plus, please. You've given us one little mini. They take like the first three episodes that of the se- of the series and throw it into a little mini movie. Give us the full seat. Give us all three seasons, please, please. I beg you. You can see Annette Funicello and her crush on Guy Williams because I love Annette Funicello. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, Pete, mine, mine's the same way. It's mine's Enchanted Tiki Room. Kate, what you got? All right. Well, I will be the outlier. I have a couple. Um, one of them is um, the Winnie the Pooh theme song. I When, you know, when they talked about when they were trying to come up with it and he said deep in the heart of... Uh, deep in the hundred acre wood where Christopher Robin plays. And it was just, I grew up, um, I grew up on Winnie the Pooh, uh, reading the reading books and watching um, the cartoons and watching it. They had like a weird yes. live action yeah, they Winnie did. the Pooh. Thank you. It's not just me. They had a live they action just, Winnie the Pooh. They also had a live action. And this isn't Sherman Brothers. Um, they also had a live action uh, Alice in Wonderland. And I watched See, that I as well. That. They had a good, it had a super eighties like feel to it. It was wild. But so I, I loved, I just loved Winnie the Pooh and um, Winnie the Pooh was one of the, the first characters that I, I met um, and, and became close with at Disney. So uh, I also loved the story behind let's go fly a kite Um and how that was what their dad did is their dad would make kites and they would go and they would fly kites and they, and the kids from the neighborhood would, um, would come and watch and the dad would make a kite for the kids. Like I loved that story. Um, and I do have a, a very big heart for, uh, Mary Poppins. It's so iconic. Julie Andrews is perfection. Um, and, and I can't remember which one of the two of you said that it was hard to pick from pete was out you who said that that it was hard it, to pick i mean like uh, what song in mary poppins is bad <laughs> right you know i mean they're right. just also they're um, fidelity fiduciary banks not that great well, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and and hearing um even hearing in the documentary dick van dyke talk about his because i'm a big dick van dyke fan um but i also um feed the birds is is a beautiful song i love again that that was walt's favorite uh, one of my other favorites is the lullaby that Mary Poppins Stay sings awake. to the kids. Yeah. Stay awake. Love, love, love. Um, it's so hard to pick just one. It's, it's because so much of their music is, is a staple. I feel like the Sherman brothers are to the beginning of the Disney parks as Alan Menken is to Alan Menken and, Howard were to the 90s 2000s like they it's so so iconic so so good so it's hard to pick just one but I probably have to go with 
uh, the Winnie the Pooh theme song. Yeah. Now, I think it's interesting. They wrote wonderful thing about Tigger's, you know, the chorus Tigger sings. Then for the Tigger movie, they go back and throw on those god awful verses that are terrible. <laughs> so, yeah. And I loved how in it, um, they interviewed Kenny Loggins, who I know <laughs> yeah. is one of my mom's favorite uh-huh. artists. My mom, when my mom can listen to Kenny Loggins sing, um, Christopher Robin and I walked along. I can't remember the um, anyway. And hearing him, and they were like, "We're gonna have you do this kind of a song." And he was like, "No, I don't think so." I just I love that. Yeah, I know. Vicky says she also loved the live action Winnie the Pooh in the mornings. For me, it was always on at seven thirty, and I had school at eight, so I never got to see the whole episodes. But it was really weird because it was like full size. It was the, it was the, it was the full, they were like people size. And it was really weird because they would also have them interact with some people. So it was really strange. I don't remember. Ryan that. says, yeah. Ryan says, want to be like you is a great song. Yeah, I like Ooby the fact doo. that. Um, I know that it's interesting. They wrote everything except the bare necessities for that one. So they wrote that that one, that's what friends are for. Um, they wrote um, the Trust in Me song, which is, again, one of those. I um, Guys, uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, uh, Age of Not Believing. That is a song that if you have a kid that's going like from like 10, 8 to 10 up to like teenage, talk about a waterworks song. Just as a, they've gone from just believing everything is magic to not. And it's just, yeah. You know, Kind of, kind of rough. And and uh, I do have to say, um, as a child, I loved the music from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I don't even remember. I remember watching the movie, but I don't remember too much about the movie. I saw the movie later as an adult, and it's really, really weird. <laughs> I was, it was weird then, too. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I don't think I've ever seen it. Watch the first 30 I- minutes and then be done. See, but, and I watched all a lot of those movie musicals like Oklahoma and Babes in Toyland. I watched a lot of those, but I don't know if I've seen Chitty Chitty Bang Put it Bang. this way. Roald Dahl is one of the screenwriters. Oh, you mean like Roald Dahl, like James the Giant Peach? And Charlie and-, and the Chocolate Factory and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Is, oh, I didn't yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would explain. All right. It was originally an even Ian Fleming work and basically all they took was oh yeah there's a flying car everything else they changed kind of like swiss family robinson you're shipwrecked yeah okay fine there's this this whole (laughs) plot about them kidnapping children kidnapping children yeah yeah and it's it's a really really weird and it's long too it's really long but boy the music is good (laughs) yep um now to lead us into the next one, Ryan also says, it's a small world. Greatest song and will fight anybody who says differently. <laughs> so, Kate, the worst German Brothers earworm is what? Oh, the worst no. German well, Brothers- I, didn't ex- I didn't expect you all to say that it was your favorite song. <laughs> Tiki Room? I listen. I rode. I was in the parks today, and I rode Smuggler's Run in Galaxy's Edge, and I get super motion sick. And so I was looking at the buttons because I was the engineer where all you do is put vision. And I literally was going, "We are writing, 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 writing Star Wars. We are writing, 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 writing Star Wars." If that song can get stuck in my head, 
any time of day when I'm doing anything. Um, so that's probably one of my least favorite, only because it always gets stuck in my head. But um, Small World pulls a close second because especially if you're on the ride, especially if you get stuck on the ride. And then it's just it just keeps going. It's the song that never ends. So because they Kate, never what about mean it because they never sing the second verse. It's always first first True. chorus, first first chorus. There is a second verse that they never sing. But Pete, how about you? So I'm gonna go with a theme park ride, but that might not be one you expect. I'm going to go great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Nope. Mine's going to be imagination. Imagination. Yeah. One little spark. I didn't know that. That is, that is, it's not that I hate it, but when it comes to an earworm, that's like we, in our family, we use that song to eliminate other earworms. Cause as soon as you start singing it, you can't stop singing it. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah one little spark from journey of the imagination is also a sherman brothers song and uh um that's my personal worst earworm so and Derek, oops uh, for me and it's been mentioned already chitty chitty bang bang Chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. Just because it's one of those that it repeats, it repeats itself more than it's a small world does. <laughs> it does. And both my wife and I were laying there, laying and going to sleep last night. It's one of those because we've been talking about this, and she had said it's a small world, and I said no, I've got the worst one, and she went yeah okay. Because I'm actually kind of with Ryan on this one. I don't mind it's a small world, but I can also kind of tune it out. Just because I've ridden it so many times. Have you ever gotten stuck yes. on it's a yeah. small world? In the white room, which is worse. Oh. Uh-huh. Because yeah, that's I, where they're I, actually singing I will it in agree English. If you get stuck on it's a small world, it's bad. I don't mind it as long as the ride keeps moving. Okay. We got stuck on Splash um, right before it was. Um, Well, they was, didn't write those um, songs. You know, they didn't write those songs, but it's one of those that was worse than getting stuck on Small World because, you know, everybody has a laugh in a place. And it was right where like the possums are singing. So it was all the really super high pitched ones. And we were there for like half an hour and they didn't, it took them like 20 minutes to shut the music off. But oh, no. so um, Vicky's going to drop a hot take here that she doesn't like any of the Jungle Book songs. Oh, man. I, I can do I want to be like you. I, I really like that one just because it's it's a lot of fun. And um, I love, love the story her, behind her that one. This is a great song. Interesting. When I was in the fifth grade, I did a song called The Dare Necessities, and it was a spoof all about not doing do drugs. drugs with dare. Yeah. Wow. Look for the dare necessities. You're welcome. That's very Midwest in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh-huh. Hey, um, okay. Anyone have a second place earworm that they just cannot stand of the Sherman brothers? Yeah. Uh, the let's get together. Let's get together. Yeah. 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 I don't hear that one that often. So it just, it's, it's, it, it, 
I don't know if it's the way that Haley Mills I think sings it, makes, it. Probably the way she sings it. It's it's yeah. Can I add the 16 song to one of my favorites? Yeah, definitely. I love that song. Okay. Pete, yeah. anything that's that's another one that gets gets you can't get out? For me, anyone remember the color song sung by Ludwig von Drake in Wonderful World of Color? Red, yellow, green, red, blue, 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 red, blue, green, purple, blue, red, red. Red, really? I loved World of Color. I love that. I, I love know, that. I don't remember but that, that but, song. But that's a song that gets stuck in your... They all, he also does like... It's like the Green with Envy Blues. Again, songs sung, written by the Sherman Brothers and sung by Paul Fries, actually. He did Ludwig von Drake. So, okay. We've got to get give this a Pixie Dust rating. So, Kate... What's a pixie dust rating on the boys? Have I ever given anything a five? Do you know? I don't. I, I can't I don't remember. Think so. I have not. I mean, I would put this at like a four point eight. This is up there. It is such a well done documentary. It is. It it goes into oh, just sorry. enough detail. Kate, you gave the Sandlot a five. That sounds right. That sounds right. Um, me, you know, I'm going to give this a five. It's just, it is such a well done documentary. They give the perfect amount of, sorry about the cat. They give the perfect amount of um, information on the, just the perfect, it just was so well done. So seamless. I got to give it a five. This was a really good show. Uh, um, I'm going to, even though I really like it a lot, well, I'm going to, I'm still going to give it a good rating. I'm going to give it a four. I wish there was a little more behind the scenes of them writing. Um, I mean, maybe there just isn't anything available, but uh, I, I would have liked to have seen more on the writing of the songs than just presenting this. So here they wrote this song here. They're, and, that, and that's cool because they wrote so many great songs, but um, I, that's one thing that I think is missing from it. So I'm not going to give it a five, but uh I still highly recommend it. So four. That's where I'm at too. I'm at a four. Um, You guys know, I don't give high ratings very often. I've only given two things, 4.5s. So for me, it's, it's a good solid four. And I would say if you, cause I guys got to remember, I gave visions last week a four. Also, if, if anything, this is a higher four than that is a four. Does that make sense? So sounds like it should be um, a 4.5. Nah, it it because no, because for me, Sandlot and Swiss Family Robinson were my two four point fives. To me, a four point five is I will seek this out to go watch it again on a fairly regular basis. Aye. And that's not this, and this isn't there yet for me. So you would watch Swiss Family Robinson on a fairly regular basis. Yes, mainly because now, now you gotta remember, Kate, I grew up with it. And I grew that's and I grew fair. up loving it. So fair. fair. Um now we've had two fours and a five. Now we get to go talk about the Lego Star Wars terrifying tales. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna start with you, Kate. Is everything awesome or is it step on in the night painful? Uh, uh, okay. Can I can I watch Own the Room again? <laughs> like you liked just, Own the Room. You liked Own the Room. I until the end, and then it was like, oh, not great. Um, 
I didn't care for it, which is funny because I actually usually enjoy Lego things. Um, I didn't think it was funny. It didn't make sense to me. Um, I tried because, again, I have enjoyed the Lego movies in the past. I play the Lego video games. Um, I enjoy, but I just literally was like, I don't get it. This isn't this isn't funny. I would rather watch paint dry. Pete. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm there. Uh, step on the night. Step on in the night. Painful. Um, I also really like the first Lego movie and the Batman Lego movie are gr- so Lego. I don't I don't know that Lego does these things, but whoever did those, you know, there is really good Lego stuff out there. Um, generally the Lego, cause they do like Marvel Lego things and they do other star Wars Lego things. And I find them pretty unfunny. Um, I laughed once at this and now I don't remember what I, what I laughed at. Um, it was towards the end. I know that it was something that Poe said, but, um, I just, you know, it was, um, you know, they're trying to do some different parodies of it's all I could think of was like, boy, going back to the Simpsons, the early, at least Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors did this so much better than 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 this trying to do these three stories, because the three stories were all stupid. I mean, I don't know. The, the best the best you could come up with for the monkey paw story is to have Luke Skywalker have this other reality where he's a bad guy. <sighs> I, no. Nope, didn't like it. Derek? For me, maybe not full weight on the Lego, but you definitely felt it. Um, I would say my son, my my 13-year-old son said the target audience was probably six to eight-year-olds, and that's probably about right. I would agree. It helps to know who the characters were, but it wasn't really needed in this. I mean, if you know that Poe is a hero and you know who Darth Vader is, you're fine. As an English teacher, I did like the connection to the short story, The Monkey's Paw, with The Wookiee's Paw. Was it done well? No. But if this is one of those things that when they go read that later, hey, I remember this a story that's like this. As an English teacher, I like those kind of connections. I will agree. Watch the Treehouse of Horror, Monkey's Paw. It's much better. That that's that's what tripped it for me because I remember the Homer Simpson one that was <laughs> much funnier. So yeah. Um the other thing I would say is um that I don't know. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. The it's it was six to eight. Um they had some jokes for adults in there, but like even for adults they weren't fine. They did a sh- they did a shining joke that like you've seen like a hundred thousand times, which kids aren't going to get at all at least i hope my eight-year-old isn't going to get a a, a shining it joke wasn't and it wasn't well executed for adults right well it's but it's also a joke you've seen like yeah five thousand times every, you know every, and so every halloween scary thing has a shining joke right yeah so it's i don't know it, it was <sighs> yeah can, can we just give it a rating and say we're done well, i was gonna say i will say i watched this twice because i watched it once for this and then we showed it to my son and one of his friends because they're it's one they chose they chose it over the end of monsters inc which i don't know where i went wrong raising them on that one but 
I liked and different didn't like different parts both times I watched it. It's I'm I'm gonna be coming up this rating from having watched it twice. And so that probably adjusts the rating a little bit for me. Pete, we'll start with you. Pixie Dust rating on this. I'm going to give it, this is probably my lowest rating that I've actually rated something. I'm going to give it a one and a half only because it isn't the worst. It wasn't the worst thing I've seen. So I have to leave something below it. But um, I would not watch this again. I would rather walk on Legos than watch this again. So one and a half. I'm going to go. I'm going to go a two. I'm I'm almost a two and a half, but I'm going to go a two just because the, some of the stuff I've rated at two and a half, I would definitely watch again before I would watch this again. So I would watch the Avengers again. I would watch Howard again before I'd watch this. To me, it's it's a two. Kate, one, one. Yeah, it just didn't didn't do it for me. Yeah, I, solid try, I, but I'm not an eight year old yeah, boy. Yeah, I think so. I think definitely directed at young kids. I don't want to just say young boys, but like anywhere in that six to nine range that likes Star Wars. I think it's worth watching. Uh, you know, you might enjoy it. You'd have to, you'd have to kind of know Star Wars lore a little bit, though. This, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this as an introduction to Star Wars. There's way better things to do than that, like you know, Star Wars, Star but, Wars. <laughs> but like, you know, if your kid is like obsessed with Star Wars, and you know, it's Halloween season. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as you said, Pete, there are worse things that I've watched. Now. Next week, we're going to be watching Black Widow. It comes out tomorrow to general release. So we're going to be reviewing Black Widow. Friday, and I think. And no, they've changed it to tomorrow. Oh, is it? They changed okay. it. Yeah, they changed it to tomorrow. Mainly because they didn't want to compete with Muppet Haunted Mansion. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Because <laughs> Muppet Haunted Mansion does come out Friday, and we're actually saving that for the following week. Okay. But next week will be only Black Widow. Um, and we should have pretty much the full complement of Platooners back next week. Woohoo! Yay, team. So, guys, if you guys have suggestions on Diamonds in the Rough or Vault shows that we should go to, please email me at plusplatoon at gmail.com. Uh, like us on, we are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're also we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, basically anywhere you can get a podcast, you'll find us. And as always, we are live here Tuesdays at 9 Eastern. So with that, guys, I want to say good night. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple podcast and leave those five star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also 
go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.